Hey, growing up crazy, and as promised, here's a couple sorcerer stories to go over the points that I discussed in Bear is a Four-Letter Word. And just to repeat what that was, in case you haven't heard that one yet, it's basically the difference between the internal and the external as far as means of control. I called the internal 5D and the external 3D. That basically, one of the principles of the universe is growth and change. And our 3D environment, that growth and change is occurring through external pressures being put upon us. And this is taking place to all of life. The um, external pressure of the rabbit is the fox, you know, and, and so on and so forth. Basically, we perform as our best selves when we're being chased. <laughs> and that's just the way it was set up to encourage this kind of growth and change and, and encourage us to perform at our best selves. And, and I do believe that we all have spirits and that our spirit is completely okay with this process and knows that the suffering is worth the process, that the pain is worth the process. And then I talk about the 5D perspective. And the 5D perspective is where that growth and change is occurring on an internal level. And that's actually perceived as love. That is a direct and personal relationship between ourselves and our creator, the divine spirit, alignment, whatever you want to call it. And that is the 5D process, where all of these principles of the universe are occurring internally. And in that case, it's, there's ownership. We carry that with us through our lives. It doesn't require the other. It's a self-continuating process. And that's why I call it 5D, because it's definitely more aligned with where we're going to. And I also believe that when enough people engage in this process we will have what I call the new earth. And what the new earth is, is just basically where that growth and change is occurring in a, on a personal level based on love. And that love that we feel is one of the languages of the universe. And I would say the language of the universe. It's how the universe communicates with everything. And a good time was had by all. So the sorcerer stories, all three of which require plant medicine, of course. If you haven't noticed by now, most of these stories involve plant medicine. And that's just because I believe the plant medicine, along with a whole host of things that it does for us, it helps tune out the 3D. It helps tune out the past-future dialogue-driven part of our minds and lets the other part of our being, what I believe the larger part of our being, the part of our being that exists in the moment, um, at a moment-to-moment -moment basis in a state of silence and direct knowing. It allows that part to emerge to the forefront. And so that's pretty much what these stories are about. And that's what I call the 5D. The 5D is that moment-to-moment -moment awareness of reality. And it's truly living in reality. The 5D is a part of us that actually exists in reality. And what reality is, is the moment-to-moment, here-now moment of here-now awareness um, of reality as it exists in the moment where everything is connected in an, an ineffable level and there's no language involved because language is just about creating description analyzing the past in order to try to predict the future that's what language is it's never in the right now moment and therefore it's never actually in reality it can't be said to be true or untrue it can only be said to be more or less accurate based on the criteria and the rules of the language being used to describe it to say that a lot more simply, we'll take math, for example. Math is just a language. Math is actually just a descriptive language where the rules are very precise. So if I look out and I see two trees, that's just a description. I see one tree and then I say I see another tree. 
and I say 1 plus 1 equals 2. And most people would say, oh, well, that's true. I would differ. I would say that that is accurate, that there is absolutely no such thing as 2, that 2 is a description, that what is actually taking place is just the reality of the moment. There is no such thing as 2. It is just everything as it exists as it is. And the rest is just a description. Of course, we use descriptions to process reality. That's nothing new. And it's very helpful. Without it, I wouldn't have this phone that I'm using to record this message. Or I wouldn't be sitting on this um, stool that I'm sitting on right now. I'm not saying that, oh, it's not true. We need to ignore it. Accuracy is important <laughs> in, in a whole host of things. But not when processing reality as it exists. And the only way to process reality as it exists is through experience. And the only way to experience it is in a state of silence where you have a direct knowing with the world as it exists around you. And I call it direct knowing. And our perception then becomes free to be placed on anything we wish. And our perception in itself is a type of awareness. It's a type of process. Um, it's the same way as language and description is a process for understanding things. Our awareness itself is a process for understanding things. And it's one that I call direct knowing. And it's directly tied into that moment-to-moment -moment awareness of the universe that I refer to as the 5D and direct knowing. So these stories are all plant medicine stories. And the plant medicine, I believe, is important because it helps facilitate us getting into that 5D direct moment-to-moment -moment knowing that occurs all around us, yet we ignore because we're too busy talking to ourselves. And you can't have both at the same time. You can't be in a state of silence and talking to yourself. The two don't jive. Um, so here they are. Like the first one, I guess, two of them actually occurred in the Rainbow Gathering, but at different times. And for those of you that don't know, the Rainbow Gathering is when uh, hundreds of hippies without permit charge a national park. And there's state gatherings and then there's a national gathering. This was in the Florida State Gathering, the Ocala National Forest in February. And I'd taken some mushrooms. And I used to have a favorite coat that I would wear. It was the color of the sand at nighttime. So I'd always wear it whenever I'd go down to the beach. And I brought it with me. And it had a sort of spiritual significance, although indirectly. But still, I always felt better when I wore this thing. But I put it on and I grabbed my lantern. And I began to head down to Main Circle. And this particular gathering was extremely spread out. I'd say it was about two miles diameter. Uh, around the main circle as the central point. And I put on my coat and I grabbed my lantern and then I stopped. And my dialogue shut off and the space of direct knowing and internal silence took over. And I began wandering into the trees. And I knew exactly where people were. I knew that they were lost. And I knew exactly where they are. And without thinking at all, I went straight into the woods at nighttime in a new moon, so it's pitch black, and to the people exactly where they were lost, unerringly, like a homing beacon. And But I couldn't speak because I was in a place of silent knowing. And they, But they would see my light, and they would come to me, and they'd be like, oh my God, we were lost, we saw your light, da-da-da-da-da. And I would just turn around and lead them directly back to Main Circle. Now, I had only been in the woods, I believe, less than a week at this point. I had just arrived. I myself didn't know the, the way, which is why I had the light and, and being the new moon. And I myself, before I got started, was worried about getting lost since it was so dispersed. Um, but as soon as the plant medicine kicked in and silent knowledge came over me, 
I spent the entire night doing this. I would lead them back to main circle. And then as soon as I returned somebody to main circle and they saw it and would go towards the firelight, I would immediately become aware of another person or group of people that were also equally lost. And I spent the entire night doing this, wandering out into the, to the black woods. And like I said, unerringly as well. And I don't know if anybody's ever been to the Akala National Forest, but there's a lot of um, scrubland too. It's not like a forest with trees where you can just sort of walk in more or less a straight line. But something that I didn't even know at the time was about perfectly navigating the foliage, which, like I said, Florida scrubland is difficult during the daytime. But I knew the way. I just knew. I just knew the way. And it was without thought. I wasn't thinking whatsoever. It was just knowledge of where to go and how to get there. And like I said, there's no way to describe it because in the moment it's just an experience. You're not having description. You're living the moment. And I guess I would say if I had to put into words, it was a dance. It wasn't even a relationship. It wasn't a, um, I definitely wasn't commanding anything, nor was I being commanded by it. It was a dance. It was, a, I would say, a partnership, but even then it's not quite the word because it's give or take it definitely was a dance in which i was flowing with creation and everything was moving at the same time and i was dancing along with it in step that it was all a dance that everything was dancing and i was dancing along with created creation in time to the rhythm that was taking place in that moment um <clears throat> another time would be also at the gathering, I say this was a different time though, this was during the daytime. And again, the plant medicine took in, lost all the ability to speak, lost the internal dialogue, and just came into a space of silence and direct knowing. And I just emptied out my pockets, every single pocket I had, I emptied it, and I started walking and dancing with the feeling. And I would see things laying on the ground. Then I picked them up and put them in my pocket, but my attention would be focused on it. There was no deliberation. I knew what exactly what was meant for me and what wasn't. And when something was meant for me, I would pick it up and put it in my pocket. And sometimes people would just, without even knowing why, like they, they themselves would have almost like a blank space, blank face when they would do it. But they just turn to me and say, here, I want to give this to you and hand something to me. And I would wander down a trail and I would stop at another campsite or I'd meet somebody randomly or I would walk by a conversation that was already taking place. And like one time I sat down and the guy next to me was like, man, I lost my pipe, da, 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 da. And I picked up out of my pocket and handed it to him again without a word because I couldn't speak. And a lot of times when I can't speak, I also have a very hard time processing language, though not always. And this is one of the times where I didn't. But I would hand them the pipe or somebody would give me lip balm and then at the next stop further down the road somebody would have a cold sore and this happened for the entire day during the entire length of the experience so i would guess just from what i know of plant medicine mushrooms in particular between two to four hours i spent just doing this but now i left midday and came back at sunset so it was more like four to six hours that i was in this state of mind and when I left the camp, my pockets were empty. And when I returned to camp, my pockets were empty as well. But during that day of just walking, of just dancing with reality, dozens and dozens of things passed through me. And I was literally the facilitator of synchronicity that day. I danced with synchronicity and was a facilitator of synchronicity that day um, for all the people I came in contact with. Uh, another time... 
plant medicine, but not of the gathering. It was in Florida. It was a triple M park because cattle ranchers used to use, used to leave their cows out on that particular wildlife management area. And I stumbled across mushrooms growing in the wild and I ate them and then spent the day, you know, in just joyous celebration of life. But when I got back to my car and it was already nighttime by this point, when I got back to my car, I realized I had dropped my keys, but, and I just stopped and I, thought about it, it was probably better that this happened. This in itself, I'm just not realizing this in itself might have been a synchronicity because I probably still wasn't okay to drive. But I got to the car and I looked at my pocket and I realized I don't have my keys. And I was like, oh, I dropped them. And I automatically knew where I dropped them. I saw them. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt where my keys were laying in the dirt in the park. And it's an ex- it's a huge park. And I've been wandering all day long. But I just went back in the dark to where my keys were picked them up and went walked back to my car and left and my girlfriend at the time was the manager of a cigar shop and i got there very very late she was like where did you where have you been and i told her i was like oh i dropped my keys in the park and he was like oh you're out there looking for them i'm amazed you found them i was like well no i knew right where they were and she stopped and she was like how did you know where your keys were and it wasn't until that moment that i even stopped to think about it you know because like my my internal dialogue had returned by that point you know i was listening to music on the ride back in it was a good car ride back and i stopped like i don't know i i just knew (laughs) so so there you have it um three stories uh to better outline the uh the previous points that i was making in fair as a four-letter word and as promised and and in keeping with the original purpose of this whole thing <laughs> of telling growing up crazy stories which as i said before has sort of morphed into a personal dialogue but i sort of prefer it that way because let's be honest i mean the people that have had experiences like these will just knowingly nod their head and get a kick out of hearing somebody else's experiences and the people that haven't will either not believe a word of this or or will i don't know maybe it will come in handy to someone somewhere down the line. So I hope that is true. Uh, hope and much love. Growing up crazy.